What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes. Uh, welcome and happy 4th of July. It's happy 4th of July, beautiful people. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your 4th of July and enjoying your family. and Just have a good time. We're just going to be by the house today by the pool, barbecuing, and just chilling. Yes. Barbecuing, swimming, things of that nature. And then later on, we're going to take the kids to see fireworks. I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to do the same. Not that I'm not all fireworked out from Disney, but I think that I can squeeze in a few more fireworks today. You know what? And I just want to tell you before we start the podcast, I love you. I love you too. Now the last, the last couple (laughs) of days has just been amazing. Like since we got back from Disney, it's like, it's been amazing since we got back from Disney. Yeah. Cause Disney was very hectic. It was very crazy to, you know, we, we were in Florida for 10 days Mm -hmm. and when we got back, you just really been taking care of me. Like, you know, you usually take care of me, but this is like beyond take care of me. Like the other day we got in the shower, you bathed me in the shower. I felt like uh, Eddie Murphy and coming to America. Your royal penis is clean, your highness. Like, you you, you know, it's, it's like everything has been wonderful. I just want to say I love you and thank you. Aww, I love you, too. No, you, were, you know what? You I I guess that's my subtle way of thanking you because... You know, to be honest, on vacations and just in daily life, a lot of times men look at women as this list of things. These are your jobs. Right. And my job is these lists of things. And I do believe in each sex having a list of things that kind of inherently fall upon them. But you help me out with my list so much right. that I'm so appreciative of you. Like you will push the stroller. You will pack the Capri Suns and the juice boxes. You'll wake up and change diapers and give a baby a bath. And there are just certain things that you'll do to make life my life easier. And I really appreciate that. So if I can find subtle ways, sometimes bigger ways, but you know, subtle ways to say thank you to you for all the things that you do for our family, but specifically me, the things that you do <laughs> for me, I I will. I don't know. Um, sometimes I don't specifically say thank you for these things. And I do thank you mm-hmm. um, audibly, but I like to do little things for you to show you that I appreciate you. So I love you too. No, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. You know, because a lot in, in everybody relation in everybody's relationship, there's always patches. There's a there's a great patches. patch patch where everything is just connecting and you guys are on the same. Oh, you mean like a like a period of time? A period of time. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you're calling that a patch? Yeah. Okay. And then there's a time where it seems like you're arguing every other day, and there's a time where it just this is the this is the the patch right now mm-hmm. that everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I could be like, good morning, baby. And then you could say good morning back. And then you blow like a cool mist <laughs> on my face. Like, is this is this the perfect patch? I just want to say I love you. Yeah, so. but that's because you're doing everything right. Like lately you have been doing everything right. And yeah, let's call it a patch. I like that. Right. So during this patch, like everything that you're doing is pleasing to me or satisfying to me. Like you are hitting every mark. So it's, it's a it's a good time. This a is a great, great great patch. Yes. Okay, good. Um yeah, so I just want to say I love you. That oh, was I love a, you too. July 27th, we are doing our live podcast at Sony Hall, all right? Now, you guys ask can we do more of these so you know you guys can come out and we can make it a date night and make it fun. So that is the next day, July 27th. It's a Friday. 
Um, well, that, that was a big thing. A lot of people were asking for a weekend or a Friday leading into the weekend because we've had previous live podcasts on weekdays. Thursday and, and Monday, right. Yeah, and it's been difficult, I guess, for people to come out. Those shows have always sold out nonetheless, right. but that doesn't mean that it's not difficult for people to be there. So this time right. we did it on a Friday mm-hmm. so that we can make sure that it's easier for you guys to be there. Absolutely. And I'm very excited. I'm uh, very excited. I love these live podcasts. I love them. Not, I, I love being in a room with mm-hmm. people that listen, that are in these conversations with us, that our conversations kind of influence them and their conversations within their homes and spark new conversations for them and spark insight and a back and forth, a dialogue between them and their loved ones. And I love being in a room with those people. Because the people that are there are the people that are invested in the podcast. Absolutely. Like the people that really, really listen so it's like all like minds in one room and you know we're there and we're talking and we get audience feedback and you know people are raising their hands people are clapping people are "Mm -hmm." like there's there's just that energy and I love that it feels so right when we do these live podcasts so we're excited the next one is July 27th and then not only that because we love that and you can get your tickets at sonyhall.com or ticketmaster.com but this time for comedy, we have Major Hype. Yes, I'm excited. Gia loves Major yeah, Hype as a comedian. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians right now. Um, we went to see him once, and it just brought back that nostalgic feeling of growing up um, on Flatbush in Brooklyn mm-hmm, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's a Caribbean comedian, so a lot of his jokes are um, Caribbean-based, and he's just an all-around funny dude. So right. when Rashawn asked me who I wanted to perform this live podcast, I told him definitely Major Hype. So okay. I'm happy about that. Thank you for making that happen. No, thank you, Major Hype. So, uh, so that's going to happen. So that happens July 27th. Now, this podcast, it's all about Disney. Disney, Disney 101. 101. Right. Well, Central Florida. Well, and we'll explain 101 because we didn't just do Disney. We did a bunch of other stuff as well. And we'll explain that. So, you know, a lot of people, I, I got to say, have to. You have to take your kids to Disney. That's one thing that it seems like kids know. I want to go to Disney. I want to go to Disney. At some point in your life. Right. If not now, in the near future or the further future but at some point i think that it's most americans dream not only americans not only americans There's a lot of foreigners in disney yes okay mm-hmm. so you people that live in canada and london and africa brazil. brazil australia all of you listeners i know that a lot of you probably at some point in your life want to visit disney now it's it's like for me it's kind of like a, a common ground like when you talk about Disney mm-hmm. everybody knows what you're talking about people have have either already been there or aspire to go there so it would be a good idea to take a podcast to kind of educate you guys on our experience with Disney right and it's not just if you have kids it, it could be a date as well if you want to you know you and your boo go on vacation to disney yes you can as well i was very surprised as to how many couples Mm -hmm. were at disney with no kids right that was very very interesting to me and i'm talking about young couples like couples that looked like they were in college or just graduated from college all the way up to old couples absolutely grandparents out there with no grandkids that's right just walking hand in hand strolling eating in like the little restaurants or shopping in the little disney boutiques i couldn't believe it i said to him like wow that's really cute like i want to be one of those old people walking hand in hand with you at disney right so we are going to break down i I, I can't wait to and i I might even want to live in disney but we'll tell them about that later 
I want to break down Disney exactly so people who have never been or who are going back and say, okay, well, what should I do? Now, first, let me shout out Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Alexandria listens to the podcast all the time and she heard me on the radio talk about Disney. Mm-hmm. And she heard me talk about when we priced B- Disney, Disney was high as giraffe punani. <laughs> I hate what you say. It's, it's, it's the truth. Uh-huh. The price was it was so damn expensive for Disney. Yeah, I'm going to be me. real. When we started pricing out Disney, and now mind you, I wanted to take the kids to Disney last year for their birthday, but instead we decided to plan a huge carnival themed birthday party for them at the house. And it was Rashawn's perspective that, you know what, let's do it next year. They'll be a year older and they'll probably remember it better. So I agreed, but I started planning it last year and it probably, I probably invested about maybe 16 hours watching YouTube videos, Googling, and reading books that I bought from Barnes and Nobles Mm -hmm. about how to plan a Disney trip. Because I'm a planner. I plan vacations in a way where no time is wasted. We move from one thing to the next. I want to experience everything. I want to see everything. I want to wake up first thing in the morning, eat breakfast, get ready, get out, and then not get back until 10 o'clock. And then I want to be exhausted and I want to get up the next day and do it all over again. So the whole planning phase is very, very important, which is why we kind of want to go through this because if you don't plan it properly, you can waste a significant portion of your trip miserable because it's very easy to waste time at Disney and realize in hindsight that you could have done it better and more efficiently. Absolutely. So what we did, and the reason I shouted out Alexandria is her husband works at a place called Experience Kissimmee. Her husband's name is Christian. And when she heard me talk about it and how I thought Disney was too expensive, you know, I'd rather do something else. She said that her husband worked for a place that really can tell people how to get around Disney, not just Disney, but experience Florida in total. Mm-hmm. So let me give you an example. Gia would tell you when, when we looked at the when we looked at Disney, we looked at we had to get two rooms because there's so many of us. Right. <laughs> the rooms, because I guess maybe we waited so long where we wanted to stay. The room was twenty five hundred dollars a night. Right. But because of the amount of people in our group, we would have had to have booked two Two of those suites and they would have to be connecting. Because as you guys know, when you book a room, there's a maximum occupancy. So, you know, one can be on the pullout couch or two can be on the pullout couch. One can be, you know, in a queen size bed. One can be here. Like they kind of map it out. So for us, we needed to book two rooms. Right. So it would have been $5,000 a night. So that's... And I'm not going to lie. Rashawn was like, nah. (laughs) But $5,000 a night... We'll do Greece or nah. something like that. Said, you said fuck, fuck no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nah. I said fuck no. I was trying to be nice, but I said yeah. fuck no. Right, so, right, right. Anyway, <laughs> he was like, nah, not for Disney. Not for Disney. No, we. Go, not that it's not worth it, but it's I not think worth it for five thousand. For that type of um, for that amount of money, Rashawn had something else in mind. Absolutely, but so um, when, when we talk about experience, Kissimmee. <laughs> This site in their Twitter and their Instagram, like I said, the the lady that listens, Alexandria, she put us on to the site and we met everybody that that actually works there. And I want to shout them out because they were so nice. Oh, my gosh. Jessica. Shout to Jessica. Shout to Camilla. Shout to Sharon. Shout to Herb. Shout to Jasmine and, and Luis. Now, 
this site guides you with things to do in Florida, in not just Florida. Disney. Mm-hmm. Because when you think of Florida, the first thing that Guy and I thought was Disney, 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 And that's Disney. the misconception. Right. You know, you take this flight to Florida mm-hmm. and everything that you plan is around Disney, but there's so many other things to do. There's SeaWorld. Hold on, no, we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down day okay. by day. Okay, day. okay. So first when we got there, we got there on a Thursday, Thursday mm-hmm. night. And usually, like I said, we stay at hotels. We have never done an Airbnb. We have never, ever done a rental. We've this always was the been, first time. We've always been that we've too scared right. of Airbnb. Right. Because you hear, you hear some very horrific Airbnb stories we, from time to time. We know if we're going to see cockroaches. Can we you, know what, if we're like, going to see like, roach, like, what is wrong with people you? People with cameras videotaping you at night. Like, we didn't know what we were going to see. <laughs> well, I personally wasn't worried about roaches, but okay, okay maybe cameras, right. I guess. You, know, you just never know. I didn't know what to experience. So, But you know what it is? A lot of times people get to an Airbnb and it's not what they expect it to be. Right. You know, you see pictures and you get like great reviews and you get there and it's a disappointment. I have friends that have, you know, traveled for bachelorette parties or bridal showers or uh-huh. things like that mm-hmm. and they get there and it's like tears right you know so I never wanted to do that I'd rather stay at a resort or hotel that I've been to before mm-hmm. or I've been to their chain before and I know exactly what to expect and I know that my experience is just about guaranteed absolutely so we we went in Thursday night and we stayed at I guess it's a vacation a, home, a vacation home. This, I guess a guy is, he owns a bunch of them. His name is Jeeves. Jeeves, uh, Orlando vacation homes or Jeeves, Florida vacation homes is one of them. Um, but anyway, Jeeves, they have a bunch of homes. Yes. And like I spectacular. Mean, they have homes with bowling alleys, homes with movie theaters, homes with this, homes with that. So the house that we stayed in had 11 bedrooms. Mm hmm. A movie theater, an amazing home pool, everything, just a game room. It was a dope crib. Yeah. And you know, so it's the first time that I've ever seen the little ones, our babies, excited about an accommodation. Mm -hmm. You know, like they walked in and they were like, wow. And it's very nice. It's very Central Florida themed. So their bedroom was a room with bunk beds and it was minion themed. Mm -hmm. So there was minion murals on the walls and there was a Pac-Man video game in there room and minion dolls and everything. And it's there, Jeeves Florida Rentals. That's what it is. Jeeves Florida okay, Rentals. Good job. I wanted good to job. get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Star Wars room. Like all these themed rooms. There was a beautiful beautiful room for us. And then even the garage was kind of converted the space into like a mini basketball court. Correct. And it was Coca-Cola themed. And everything else was beautiful. There was a pool and a jacuzzi and it felt like home. Right. The kids told me that they want the babies. They said they wanted to stay there because compared to that house, our house was boring. boring. I heard when he said that. He's like, it's boring. I don't want to go back home. Can we bring this house back to New Jersey with us? <laughs> like, no, baby, it doesn't quite work. Like no, it doesn't that. work like that. No. If you want a minions room, I can make a few phone calls. Maybe we can make that happen. But we can't bring this whole house back to New Jersey. But, but they loved it. They loved it. So we stayed there. So we got to the got to our, our rental. And we went straight to Target mm-hmm. and we got everything. We got Capri Suns. We got chocolate milk. We got Pediasure. We got um, <laughs> lunch meat. We got bagels Fruit, for breakfast. Bagels, we got waffles, cheese, eggs. Sausage, everything. We got everything yeah. possible to hold us down for that amount of time. Pampers, wipes, 
paper towels. We got everything because we knew in the morning we would have to hit those parks. Yes. And not only did we know in the morning that we were going to hit those parks, we knew that when we got to those parks, we didn't want to be buying $9 hot dogs and $8 Coca-Colas and $5 Lay's chips. Right. So we loaded up at Target and our little secret weapon was our stroller. Right. Because obviously, you know, you don't want to walk around a theme park with, you know, backpacks filled with stuff. But it was like a frugal moment for us. It's like, you know what? Let's get all this stuff. Let's use the stroller. So we had things stored in the bottom of the stroller, things hanging on the handles of the stroller. What? You want a chocolate bar? I got it. What? You want some chips? I got it. What? You want some candies? You want some trolleys? You want some Welch's yogurt snacks? I got it. What what, what else do you want? You know, it was very convenient and it saved us a lot of money in the theme parks, you you know? know, Because I'm definitely one of those people that also smuggles like snacks and stuff into the movie theater. You definitely are. I like do not get to the movie theater and ask me if I want a Coke or some popcorn or some goobers or some Sour Patch Kids. Gia got in her bag. not spending $8 on Sour Patch Kids. I'm just not doing it. Gia got it in her bag. I got it in my bag. What you need? You know what I'm thinking about? (laughs) And this is for the next vacation. What? I wonder if they make a stroller with a cooler connected. You know, I knew you were going to say some stupidness like that. No, think about it because if they have a They wouldn't make a stroller... No, they, they might make a cooler on wheels. No, 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 no. You can't bring that into the park. But I'm talking about... They won't know. If you put a kid on top of it, they'll think it's like a... Yeah, I, a but, stro- They'll but, think it's like a, a kid cart or something. But think about it. If they got, might have a little stroller like with a little compartment where it's like they have... Because you got to have something... They don't to, have that, Rashawn. I'm going to look it up. That doesn't even make sense. I'm going to look it up. Watch. I'm they they don't have that. I'm going to have it. But anyway. But you could... Well, we couldn't bring... That's the only thing we couldn't bring into the park was drinks because it was so hot that a drink would only stay cool for maybe five minutes. Right. If I mean, we did get caught out there having to buy like $8 drinks for everybody. Every time we, we hit like a soda stand, I'm spending like $60, $70. Every time someone got thirsty, it was $70. Right. It was killing me, killing me, killing me. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, guys, you just got to suck it up. Like there's no fountains. There's no water fountains around here. <laughs> no. Right? That was what is it? Go, go to the bathroom sink and drink some of that water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. But it, no, it was, it was very expensive and very, very hot. Like oh this my, week in Disney. It was... It was Gross. very hot, ninety degrees, and then it would like thunderstorm for two hours, pouring off you. Like underneath my boobs were soaked. Like the whole trip, girls, you know what I'm talking about. Like the whole trip underneath my boobs was soaked. I'm like, oh, this is so that's, gross. That's, that's TMI. But that's that's the truth. People, girls are shaking their head right now. Like, yeah, but, yep, on them hot days. You ever touch under under it and smell it to see if you stink? No, that's nasty. Okay, I'm just curious. But anyway. But I have seen like one of those like wet marks on, mm-hmm. on a t-shirt, on a cotton t-shirt because of it before though. My goodness. But it was that hot. Next time you sweat, I'm going to put my hand in the sea of But anyway. That's so really that, nasty. So let's never. So now, Friday morning. We, get to, we start off Friday morning. Well, first, let me just say, if you guys are traveling to a place like this where it's going to take a little bit of preparation, it's a good idea to fly in the night before. So we flew in Thursday evening Mm -hmm. so that we got there, we got settled, so that in the morning, all we had to do was wake up, fresh, eat breakfast, shower, and head out. Clothes laid out and everything. Because if not, a lot of times when we've gone on vacation, we got there in the morning, you rush back to the hotel, everybody has to shower, eat something, get dressed quickly. And then by the time you hit wherever it is that you want to go, it's the afternoon or the late afternoon, and you kind of waste a day. So it's nice to fly in the night before so that you can do everything in a settled way, in a calm way, mm-hmm. where you're not rushing right so we got there thursday night friday morning we start off fresh we wake up early and uh the girls left the guys because uh <laughs> london had a, a booty boutique boop 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 <laughs> that's the best way that you can put it together i don't know what was it called 
Well, because this was the baby's birthday oh, celebration. Oh, no, bugging. Friday. No, we did that Saturday. Friday. Yeah, that was Saturday. Friday we did. Okay, so Friday we woke up. Friday morning we started with Chef Mickey's. Right. Mm-hmm. So Chef Mickey. So explain to the people what a character breakfast is. Well, if you have children and again, even if you don't, but especially if you have children, one of the things that you want to do when planning a Disney trip and you have to do it early, you can't do it like a month before mm-hmm. you would probably want to do it. I would say at least three months before you have to book your character dining. Right. And a lot of people book their Disney vacations a year in advance. Correct. Because these character dinings get booked up so quick. Mm-hmm. You will find yourself two months beforehand trying to make a reservation and them telling you that there is no reservations available. Right. So a character dining is pretty much one of their dining experiences that they have in different places around Disney. This particular one, Chef Mickey's, is at the Contemporary Hotel where... You go there for breakfast. It's a breakfast buffet. Great food. Food is great. And the characters come out. Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald. Goofy. 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 (laughs) Go ahead. I know you want to say it. How many times did you call Pluto Goofy and Goofy Pluto? Goofy was going to knock me out. Goofy was going to punch you in your face. Goofy was like, look, he he almost said, bitch, I'm not Pluto, okay? (laughs) I know kids are around, Listen, but if, bitch, if, if, I am if not his Pluto. little mask could move, he definitely would have said that to me. Absolutely. But, but yeah, Mickey and his whole gang comes out and there's photo ops that, you know, they come to your table. You can take pictures with them. They sign autographs. Make sure you get a little autograph book for your children uh-huh. so that as you go from park to park and you run into characters, they will gladly sign the autograph book for you. So they do that. And it's a great experience for the kids. Like your toddlers feel like they're really meeting the the real Mickey Mouse because it's Absolutely. official because you're in Disney World. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was fun. The food was great. We got to take pictures. And then we, where did we go after that? We Andretti's. went to Andretti's Go-Karting. Yes, we went to Andretti's Go-Karting. Now, Andretti's Go-Karting is a huge go-kart place where, you know, if you have, I think it's, there's three different levels of go-karting. There is, I believe, I want to say eight to 10. Or something like that. And then there is like 12 to 16 and then you know, hot, you know, if you have a license, you can drive. And, and I doubt he course. really knows. Don't go by his no, ages, I, I but something so. like that. Something like that. There's something like that. So we 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 raced with the older kids, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Gid and I are very competitive. Uh huh. What? Nothing. Go ahead. I'm just waiting to see what you're going to say. And that was that. And that then, was. <laughs> what? Go ahead, Rashawn. And that was that. So, no, no, go ahead. So that was cool. No, that they wasn't had, that, and that wasn't cool. Go they ahead. Had, they had arcade games. Uh, really? Okay, so, so bleep so the we, arcades. So what did, he's failing to tell you all is that I whooped his ass in the race. Whooped his ass. Why are you silent? No. Why aren't you? Why are you, you silent? Didn't, you didn't whip my ass. I whooped your you, ass. You beat me. And you I couldn't me. even get you to muster up a smile, a little congratulations, a little. All right, you did that. Nothing. Like we got out of those cars, and all that I saw was an ice grill, but not like a playful jokey joke joke joke. No, this guy was pissed. You were so upset when they handed out those papers and my time was better than yours that you couldn't even hide it. You couldn't even fake it for me. You couldn't even fake it for me. 
And, and that, I was very disappointed. That's not it true. was one of the pinnacles in my life because, you know, I do beat you in a lot of things like Monopoly, like a foot race. Nah. Like there are things that just kind of come with the territory because I'm Gia and you're Rashawn. Like I'm going to beat you. Fibber. You know what I mean? But this, I wasn't so sure. I'm like, damn, I really got to put my best foot forward if I want to win this race. And I got to be honest, I didn't know that it was going to happen. But as I was racing and I was turning those turns and, you know, my my car is fishtailing and I'm hitting it and I'm, I'm moving and I'm speeding and I'm looking at you and then oh, you're in the rear. I'm like, oh, my God, I might actually win. I was so it was one of the high points in my life. So thank you for that experience. I didn't really need your congratulations. It would have been nice. It would have showed good sportsmanship on your <sighs> part. You didn't give it up. But I didn't need it because the paper showed that I beat your ass. You didn't beat my yes, ass. Yes, I did. You beat I me did. by like 0.3 seconds. Well, did I win? And did I beat you? And I did a, a simple yes or no would suffice. the only reason you passed me. Just a yes or no. Was we don't because need excuses. There was a See, here come the excuses. Poor, guys, 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 wait, wait, wait. Get ready. Here come the excuses. He's going to talk about someone crashed in front of him. Oh, oh, someone spun out in front of him. That's what yeah, happened. Then, so what? Someone didn't crash in front a, of me? Uh, there was a little, someone didn't spin out in front of me? Was, We're on a racetrack. Right. All of these things happen. But it's s- par for the this course. Is the difference. No pun intended. It's the difference. And I'll it's going to happen. I'll let you finish. Tell me when, you, when you're done. Okay, so I'm not done. So... <laughs> So, as I passed him, I flipped him the bird and I saw the hurt and the pain in his face. I just, I saw, I I looked back over my left shoulder and I was like, wow, this is one of those failing moments in his life that he's going to do everything in his power the next time to try to get over and make up for. But I'm not going to give him the opportunity. Now you can speak. Well, you know, I'm listening. I'm going to tell you guys what happened. And sometimes... A loss is a win. Sometimes a, a loss is a win. So what happened <laughs> when we were racing? It wasn't one of those times. They had a, a little girl on a, on a, on a track. Oh, that was a little... Now you're going to lie? A little girl. I let you say your side. Let me say my side. There was a little girl on the track. I thought we couldn't race with little girls. I thought there were different age ranges. She, no, she so was just going to lie? A younger girl, I should say. She was a younger girl. And you could tell this was probably her first time, her first experience at go-karting. <laughs> And she was she looked very scared and oh she had two hands Here on the wheels. Go. And when she was turning, she spun out and crashed into the barricade <laughs> and she looked so frightened. And I didn't want to zoom past her because I didn't think that would be the adult thing to do. So you strolled past her slowly so slow, to make sure that no, she was OK. No, no, no. I Is that what happened down. with his, this imaginary female I, that you're referring to? I slowed down and I said, young girl, are you OK? <laughs> and she said, thank you so very. Thank you very much, mister. You are the best. You are my Superman. And I said, don't worry, it'll be okay. And then you zoomed past me and gave me the bird. And the poor girl uh, oh, is that what happened? And the poor girl started crying because she thought you threw her the bird. Oh. But I was really protecting mm-hmm. the youth. So in reality, he was on the track by himself and I zoomed past him and flipped him the bird. That's kind of actually what happened. <laughs> so. But that was that. So we did so race. So can I get a congratulations? Did, I said congratulations. Can you muster up a smile? I said it already. No, you didn't. Look at me in the eye. Congrats. Smile. Mm-hmm. Say it like you mean it. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. Be like, yeah, you won. You beat me. Okay. Yeah. You beat me in a car race. You beat me by 0.3 seconds. In you a car beat me. Race. Did I beat you? A win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win. If you would, so if, you might, if you might have cut that corner as, as good as I cut that corner, you might have won, but you didn't. You know why? Because you are a loser okay. in this case. Right. Okay. If you want to be proud of being a savage and almost, <laughs> I was almost. A savage. Almost killing a girl on the on the. I was kind of savage uh, on the track. Almost though, killed a girl admit. on the track, but that's okay. Wee, I mean, all right. 
And then, you know, and then the second race after I, I lost, I was like, fuck this. And then anybody, you lost again to Logan. I, I said, anybody in my way, I'm cutting off. I knocked Logan into the barricade so crazy. <laughs> he was like, dad, you're my dad. I don't care. I'm, in, I'm winning. This is what it takes. But I'm you winning. still lost. It was all in vain because you lost. still lost. I did lose that one too. Uh-huh. I did lose that too. But anyway, that was Andretti. Yes, we're very competitive. We're a competitive family. And I lost that one too. Yes, you did. But then after you know. we went right across the street, there was a Top Golf mm-hmm. right across the street. I know a lot of you guys have been to Top Golf. I have never been. So we took the kids Top Golf. And at Top Golf, you know, it was it was for everybody except the baby, except for Brooklyn. The, uh, Jackson was I able mean, to was golf. There. Yeah, she was there. Jackson was able to golf. London was able to golf. Of course, Madison and Logan and, and all of us, we just had an amazing time hitting the balls and there's different games and different ways you can play. And we had food there. They had food chicken, was great. They had chicken and waffles in they Top Golf. They had chicken and waffles. But no, their food, that was the best nachos I've ever had. Nachos was amazing. Yeah. So wait, they're a chain. They have Top Golfs all over. Right? All over, yeah. Well, I heard the one in Vegas is like the best. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, the one in Orlando was great. The one in Orlando was very dope. <laughs> so we did that. And then that was our day. That We spent the, the whole day with Chef Mickey's uh, go-kart racing and in Top Golf. Mm-hmm. We got back to the the uh, crib and we just ordered Domino's. Ordered Domino's and passed out. And passed out. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday morning, that's when we did the uh, bippity-boppity-boop. Bippity-boppity boutique. So as we told you before, we were in Disney and in and in Central Florida to celebrate the baby's birthday. So I planned a special dinner for London. And it's one of those, this is probably the most popular and the hardest reservation to get out of all of them. It's called Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm-hmm. So this character dinner involves Cinderella and all of the princesses. So you walk into... The Magic Kingdom. So the castle, which mm-hmm. is located in Magic Kingdom. And, you know, the restaurant is actually in the castle. So you go into the castle and Cinderella's there. And you're able to have a photo with Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And then you go up the stairs to the dining room. And while you're dining, all of the Disney princesses come out. So Belle, Jasmine, Snow White, the entire mm. gang, all of them come out one by one. They come to your tables. They sign autographs. They take pictures. But what was the most impressive is that they are in full on character mm. from the wave to the smile to the head tilt to the voice mm. to the things that they say like they are I, like I'm sitting there like are you like the real Snow White oh, you, did you get an autograph I got my own autograph. He's stupid. No, no, seriously, I, but you know, I had my own autograph book right, right. and then the babies had theirs. Madison and Logan didn't want them, but I definitely wanted mine. So, you know, they sign all of them and it is, it's really special. It was really nice for London. They give all the little girls magical wands. So in preparation for that, so that was her dinner. So right. I didn't bring, I didn't bring Jackson to that one. The boys, we split up at that time. Mm-hmm. All the girls, we took London to Cinderella's Royal Table dinner. And then the boys all went to dinner separately in Epcot. Right. So while we were there, London was just in like this little girl heaven. Like right. I couldn't even imagine. So in preparation for it earlier that day, we took her to the Bippity Boppity Boutique. There's one in Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's another one in Disney Springs. Disney Springs is like this huge shopping area. It's all Disney themed. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Like if you just want a day off and you want to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. or shop, it's all Disney, everything Disney. There's like a beautiful lake, if you will, and whatnot there. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's very, very nice. So that Bippity Boppity Boutique is located in Disney. 
Disney Springs. So you go there and it's a little salon. It's like a princess inspired salon. I didn't go, but I seen the video. It looks like London had an amazing time. Uh, I mean, come on. Like that's right up London's alley. So you go in, you check in, you have a reservation, you get to pick which princess you'd want to be. Mm-hmm. So they have all of the dresses on display, a lot of the dresses on mannequins, some of them in an armoire, and you get to pick out what kind of dress you want because they have different levels of dresses, different styles of dresses. You pick that, then you get to pick your hairstyle and they mm-hmm. have maybe four different hairstyles that the girls get to choose from. And then they do their makeup, they do their nails, they put jewels on their face. But the experience is so nice. They take you into the boutique, you sit in like this big chair, and you have two to three women working on you all at one time. You're faced away from the mirror, then when they're done, they spin the chair around and then it's this big reveal. And just looking around, seeing the look on all these different girls' faces, it was just, it was very special because they're in Disney and they're having like the full-on experience. I so, can imagine. I know she's such a, a a Disney princess person that she would love it. And she's such like a little hair. I mean, London watches like kid makeup tutorials, mm-hmm. like on YouTube, on her iPad. It's crazy. Now, Brooklyn, Brooklyn wasn't bleeping with it. Like Brooklyn was not about that princess life. Mm -hmm. She's not about the Mickey life. Ever since Chef Mickey's, when the first character came out... she wasn't fucked with that shit. She was like, No, honestly, it was like, oh my God, I think they're going to eat me. Yes. And she would cringe up in a ball, cry, hands and legs all over the place, like, get away from me. So since Chef Mickey's... She didn't mess with anything. I was right. surprised that she messed with the golf ball right, at right. Top Golf. But <laughs> <laughs> everywhere that she went, when she saw something that she wasn't familiar with, she was like, no, I'm not taking no pictures. Don't look at me. I'm not smiling. I'm going to cry. If you have me in your picture, I'm just going to mess everything up on purpose. Get me out of this place. So we owe her. We owe her something. We owe her like a Sesame Street or a Sesame Place. Ab- something. Or, or something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, that, so we did that. So you guys... <clears throat> Went over to there and did your female thing while the fellas and I, we just went on as many rides as possible at Epcot so you guys were done. Yeah. And then you guys went to your dinner and we she didn't She stayed even in her Cinderella dress the entire day. Like you she know, would not take it off. You know, that day we didn't even eat. We didn't even go to the dinner because you, you scheduled the dinner, the, like Chippendales or something like that. Chippendale, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, we didn't even eat. We just kept, we stayed on rides all day long. I got them a hot dog and was like, y'all gonna eat this hot dog while we wait in line. That hot dog costs as much as dinner as a sit down dinner, I'm sure. You damn right it did. <laughs> Now Saturday, that's that's Saturday and Sunday. Now let me tell you, um Wait, no, that was, that was Friday Saturday and Saturday. No, that was Saturday morning. Right. So what are you talking about Sunday? You just said that no, was Saturday no, and I'm, Sunday. Oh no, I'm explaining I'm saying Saturday and Sunday, we didn't have if you go to Disney, they have uh what do they call? Fast passes? Yeah, Disney has fast passes. Or they have uh escort that can take you around. So for Saturday and Sunday, we didn't have fast passes. Or escorts. Yes, because we rearranged our schedule and at the end of replanning, I decided that on the weekend, okay, let me explain it to you mm-hmm. um, in the best way possible. So while we were there, we ordered an escort service. Correct. Where someone comes, they pick you up at your vacation home, they take you to the park, and they kind of roll out the red carpet for you. They make everything easy and convenient. They Correct. take you, they plan out your entire stay at the parks. They decide which order you're going to go on all of the rides. They expedite it for you. And everything is as little stressful as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's great. 
And I love that we're able to do that. But at the same time, I wanted the kids to have an experience of not having an escort. Right. Because I, I wanted I didn't them. Have an escort as a kid. I didn't have an escort as a kid when I went to, to Disney. So I wanted my kids to be able to see what it's like to just rough it, to just right. do it the normal way. And, you know, it's a shame because in a sense, when you give your kids a lot, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of kids fall under the umbrella of thinking that that's normal right. and thinking that that's the way that everybody experiences it. And if you don't have a reference point, it's hard for you to gauge reality versus you know, maybe having an exceptional experience. Correct. And I want to make sure that our kids have the ability to discern one from the other, because if you're not able to discern one from the other, you're not able to truly appreciate That's true. certain things. Absolutely. So I said to Rashawn, I said, you know what? <clears throat> For these two days, I just want to get normal park passes and do the lines the normal way. And in a way, yeah, I mean, we spited ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a sense because we waited on lines for two hours. Yeah, which is crazy. Two and a half hours. Very crazy. But with that being the experience, the kids know what it's like to really have to wait two hours to go on a 90 second ride. Yeah. You know, which is good for them. And I'm not doing it anymore. Fuck that. But do you not agree that it was good for them? Absolutely, it was good for them. They got because, to experience and they got to, to really... And that was their first experience. Right. Their, that was their first experience. And then after those two days, then by Monday, when we were visiting the parks with an escort, then they were like, okay. Absolutely. Like, wow, this is the difference. We're lucky to be able to experience it that way. But this way, okay, yeah, this is easy. This is great. I'm grateful. Okay, now, you know, a 90-minute wait might be a two-minute wait. Right. And now they can say, all right, well, thank you. Right. Thank you for this experience. If not, they would just be like, oh, yeah, well, this is regular. And you don't you don't see the value in it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So so that Saturday and Sunday, we, I mean, we waited online. I mean, when I say oh online. Oh, my lines, God, it was so miserable. It was hour and a half, two hour lines, <laughs> waiting whatever. in 90 degree weather. It was good because we did it as a family. So it, it was fun. We got, just got to tell stories. So that was Saturday. Sunday was the same. We waited on a lot of lines. We went to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom was, wait, wait, wait what was Saturday? Oh, Saturday was Epcot. Right. Right, right. So mm-hmm. Sunday was Animal Kingdom. That's right. when we, we went through the safari. Yes, we did the safari. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that new ride called Flight of Passage, mm-hmm. where I heard that that Fast Pass books out months Mm -hmm. in advance and if you get there and decide you want to do it anyway because you don't have a fast pass i've heard that that wait can get up to five hours right it's based on the movie avatar and the ride is a simulation ride where you get on an apparatus that's similar to a bike right and there's a screen in front of you and your bike and the floor that you were on moves in accordance with the virtual reality that you're experiencing. Correct. And the effect is that it makes you feel as though you're riding on the back of a banshee mm-hmm. and soaring over mountains and dipping and diving. It's amazing, and yes. Yes, a lot of people, it's their opinion that that is the best ride in all of Disney World. Right. So in all of the four parks, a lot of people agree that that is their favorite ride. But there were people that literally 
have been waiting online. Like when we went, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, how long have you been online? Right. At this point, three hours and you're still towards the back. Right. You know, so that's what it's like. So we did that ride. So you got to schedule your fast pass for that ride early. Well, the way that Disney works is every day, if you do get the fast passes, you're allowed up to three fast passes. So let's say you're spending the day in Hollywood Studios and you you know, want to ride the biggest three rides, mm-hmm. the most popular rides, mm-hmm. you have to get your fast passes for those three rides. Once you use those three pa- those three fast passes, you're on your own for the rest of the attractions or rides or shows that you want to see or experience. So in Animal Kingdom, besides the Avatar ride, which was dope, one of the best rides of the, of the week for me, mm-hmm. Safari was amazing. Yes, we did the Safari. So you get, you know, in a, what would you call it? Like a trolley type of vehicle? Yeah. Would you call it kind of kind of similar to a trolley, yeah, I, guess. I guess. so, yeah. And you go through the safari. It's so like a big Hummer. Okay, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, big, like a huge Hummer. So, so you get to experience all of the animals. So giraffes and all types of elephants, just all types of experiences. So that, that's, that was very nice. I really liked the safari. Then there's Mount Everest, which is their biggest roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It goes frontwards, it goes backwards. And then there's, oh my gosh, there was the... Um, the Lion King show, which was phenomenal. The Lion King show was great. Ricky loved that. What about the A Bug's Life? Yes. Then there's A Bug's Life. Oh, that was which funny. was pretty funny. You just don't want to tell people about it, but just go experience because you don't want to give it up. You want, when it happens, you just want to be like, oh, shit. You know, like. Yeah. A Bug's Life. But London and Jackson were scared. They were. Like, and then Irma and Mercedes were scared. Right. Like, every, like. Yeah, there were things that happened. If bugs creeps you out. And, it, and, it, and some of these are not roller coasters. Some of these are just like rides shows. and shows. Yeah, well, that was, yeah. A Bug's Life is a show. Mm-hmm. The Lion King is a show. Finding Nemo was a show. Those are the three shows that we saw in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Bug's Life, yeah. If you have a toddler, you might want somebody to explain it to you before, you know, you decide because London and Jackson, they weren't really feeling it. Right. <laughs> but they loved Lion King and Finding Nemo. Um, and then we rode a ride called Dinosaur. We we did a lot in Animal Kingdom. That was actually one of my favorite days. Mm-hmm. I loved Animal Kingdom. Okay. Then so the next day. The next day we did the. Hollywood uh, Studios? Uh, we did the tour. Oh, the next day we did Wild Florida? No, 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 no. We did uh, Celebration. That was the next day? Mm-hmm. But what did we do before Celebration? We uh, did Wild Florida Wild, and then Celebration. Yeah, yeah Wild Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next day we did something. We visited a place called Wild Florida where we took an airboat ride through the swamps to see the alligators right. in their natural habitat. Mm-hmm. So we went through kind of like the opening, the entrance to the Everglades. Mm-hmm. We went through there and we were able to encounter some alligators. And it's a really cool place. Um, it's a rescue right. for a lot of um, animals. So there were alligators that were, you know, not in the wild that they had kind of held. There was an alligator, an, al- excuse albino, me, an albino alligator. Mm-hmm. There were crocodiles, sloths. sloths. There were these little animals that looked like monkeys. These little, oh my God, they were like toy monkeys. Right. I don't remember what they were called, but mm-hmm. all I know is that I wanted one. I'm like, can is it, is it possible that we can buy one of these? Like, are they legal in the States? Like, can you actually, mm-hmm. and I think you can, but they were like, they could be a little un, uh, unpredictable. Right. Because um, they're, what did he call them? Primal? I don't know. Animals? Or, I don't anyway, know. something like that. But there's it's kind of like a zoo experience in a sense, but it's really like a 
rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then we visited this town called Celebrations. And I'm going to let Rashawn explain that because he was very fascinated by it. Right. So now let, now- let me just start because I don't even know if you remember. Mm-hmm. I'll start by saying that. When Walt Disney was alive, he had a lot of thoughts, ideas, and dreams that never came to fruition while he was alive. Right. And one of his ideas is that he wanted to build a perfect town. Correct. Or at least what perfect was in his mind. Correct. And I'm talking about like the whole town looks like Wisteria Lane Mm -hmm. from Desperate Housewives. We're talking white picket fences and perfect lawns and things of that nature. Right. So now this this area, like what Gia said, Walt Disney wanted to create a perfect destination for fun and family. So he bought all this acres, acres of land in Florida and wanted to create his own airport, his own restaurant, his own village. So Celebration is its own town that he created, which houses start from, they have low-income family houses to high-income houses. He does, yes. That, what do you mean low-income family houses? He said it, it was supposed to be like low-income, like the people who can't necessarily afford it. He had homes for them as well, and that's how he started off. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. Well, you you slept on that. You slept during that part. I fell asleep. You <laughs> fell asleep. I, I was so beat. I did fall asleep during part of the tour. But no, he when said you he, say low income, what do you mean? Like as cheap as possible. Like for people who might not be able to afford much. In he, celebrations? In celebration. Yeah. He created homes for them and mansions. So that's what makes it so dope. Oh, so okay. everybody can experience. I didn't hear that part. Everybody can experience a little bit of everything. So. Celebration is like Gia said. It has its own zip code. Its own zip code, its own middle school, its own elementary school, its own high school, and even has a little university over there. Mm-hmm. And at one time, the high school was the number one high school in Florida. Which is incredible. The number yeah. one high school because they handpicked the teachers mm-hmm. and it's just an amazing town. Every Everything is perfect. Um, a lot of famous. Well, a version of perfect. Everything is well. Every it looks perfect to me. <laughs> I mean, the trees perfect is such a weird word. No, that town. The I trees hang perfectly. Was, I think it's his version of perfect. Well, it was my but, version of perfect but the, too. The best way to describe it is that it really looked like Wisteria Lane. It looked like the whole town looks like a movie set. It does, but it's real life. It like is. real people living there. I mean, like. It's real life. And the way that he wanted it was like small, narrow streets. Mm-hmm. And it was a problem for the town and whatnot because you couldn't fit fire, fire trucks, trucks right. down those small, narrow streets. So while Disney was alive, he bought fire trucks that were smaller that could go down the streets instead of changing the width of the streets because that was how he saw perfection. Like for him in a perfect neighborhood, the Mm -hmm. streets would be narrow. So now it's a problem because he's not here to fund new fire trucks. So now they want to widen the streets again and it's a little bit of a problem. But it really is beautiful. And don't get me wrong, like we're not talking about mansions. There are some mansions there, but these are nice like small homes side by side, some a little bit larger than others, different sizes. But I would say in general, they're like average sized homes, one after the other. And it's a whole town that looks like this. Right. And I'm surprised we've never heard of it because it's, it's, it's interesting. No, I've never heard of it. And it has its own back entrance to Disney. So you don't have to worry about traffic. Right. It has its own entrance to Disney. Have parks. It has places to eat. It's just a Ponds, dope, dope, dope Restaurants, town. a movie theater. Yeah. Um, 
all types of things. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. it was very cool. It was, a, it was an interesting thing. So we took a little ride, kind of also like a trolley, like a motorized trolley mm-hmm. that took us through and explained everything. But I thought that was pretty cool. That was very cool. I actually loved it. And, yeah, you, know, you really liked it. I, it was a cool tour. It was something different, you know. And and that's part of what we did in Florida for the ten days. We just didn't do everything amusement park. We took tours. We went to the alligator farm. We did a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So then uh, the next day we went to. Hollywood Studios. Universal Studios. The next day was... No, we did Hollywood Studios before Universal, I think. No, we did Universal Studios. No, we didn't. I'm looking at the schedule. That's what I'm looking at. We did... Mm-hmm. We okay. Did, we did you Universal. Say so. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Right. We did Universal. Uh-huh. And Universal... You have to do Universal. Well, I thought Disney owned Universal. I did too. But they don't. It's totally separate. So Universal was... You know what it is? I confused Hollywood Studios with Universal Studios. So I just thought it was all Disney affiliated. But right. it's not. Universal is its own entity. Mm-hmm. Separate and apart from Disney. Right. So we went to Universal. Mm-hmm. And Universal had some of the dopest rides. Loved Universal Studios. Had a, a great time there. Universal is heavy into Harry Potter. Yeah. So they had like a, a, a huge Harry Potter uh, uh, section with rides and, and all types of... Uh, Butterbeer and, mm-hmm. and you know we just had they have a dope ride too the Harry Potter ride was dope well I'm gonna tell you my two favorite rides so now I'm a thrill seeker if you guys listen to this podcast you know I love roller coasters there isn't a single roller coaster that I wouldn't do mm-hmm. and do 10 times in a row mm-hmm. I just I love it so I'm getting to a point where Roller coasters almost don't impress me. They don't really scare me. They don't really thrill me too much unless it's something completely unique and different. Mm -hmm. So for me, my favorite rides on this trip were Flight of Passage in Pandora in Animal Kingdom and the Harry Potter ride Mm -hmm. in Universal Studios. It was, it's something, those two rides are something like, if you haven't done them already, it's something like you would never experience. Mm -hmm. Um... I explained how the one in Pandora, Flight of Passage, was Harry Potter. You go in like a cart, in a sense, that's on a roller coaster, but not a fast, thrilling roller coaster. Right. It's on a track. And the way that the track and the the cart move in conjunction with one another is very unique. So it doesn't just move forward and backward. It also moves sideways mm-hmm. and then it leans you back on your back, sometimes like at a 90 degree angle on your back and then you lean forward and the track moves through this space and at different points in the space are different screens that offer you a virtual reality experience. Mm -hmm. So it makes you feel as though you're flying through the sky on Harry Potter's, what was he on, a broom? A broom, a broom. Is that what he wrote on you? Uh So it makes you feel like you're riding through with Harry Potter, like right next to him, and you're going into like these different spaces and different things are encountering you. And the way that the technology is Mm -hmm. that allows these things to happen in unison, the the track with the cart and the way that the cart moves and the screens and how you move from space to space is incredible. Yeah, universal. We rode that ride twice in a row. I thought that that was fantastic and I liked it because it was so unique. Right. So that was in Harry Potter land. Um, but there's also Marvel, there's Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. there's roller coasters. They had um, Dr. Doom, which is a big drop ride. Right. They had Spider-Man, which was similar to Harry Potter, but 
It was great, but not as impressive the to Harry me. Potter was way better, yeah. There was Transformers. There was Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. There was Minions. There was Shrek. Um, the Hulk ride, which is a huge roller coaster. What was the one, the big one that was like red that played music while... Oh, that I was... I want to call it the rock and roller coaster, but I'm wondering if that might have been the ride in Hollywood Studios. I, I don't remember what it was called, but it was... They played... It was it Aerosmith? Well, it's a roller coaster. Like, it's an intense roller coaster. Right. You go up in your cart at a 90 degree angle. Straight up, yep. So you go straight up on your back, and you know that coming over that hump is like a crazy drop. Right. But as you're getting situated in your cart... You get to decide what kind of music you want to hear. So first it gives you genre. You press the genre and then you choose who. So I might have chose like pop disco Mm -hmm. and then I chose Fergie's Glamorous. Mm -hmm. So the first time that we were riding, that's what I heard throughout the whole trip. The second time we rode it, I heard um, Beastie Boys. I think I heard Beastie Boys. Insane in the Membrane. Oh, okay. Whoever, who was that? Was it not Cypress Beastie Hill. Boys? Cypress Hill. Insane Cypress Hill. in the Membrane. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I did. I did Kanye Stronger, and I did Nerd. I saw those options. Rockstar. Yeah, I did those. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like an intense roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So you know, we rode that. So. It has a little bit of everything. It has so many things for the kids, so many things for adults, right. so many things that the two different generations can enjoy together. Mm-hmm. I loved Universal Studios. That was you. And our escort, our tour guide was fantastic. Mm-hmm. His name is Kyle. Mm-hmm. And he was just so knowledgeable. He educated us on a lot of things. His favorite ride was the mummy. And I think that was Irma's favorite ride as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mummy was really, really dope. So we brought Irma and Mercedes with us. And I wanted them to experience the rides separately correct because obviously somebody has to wait with the smaller kids that couldn't do the ride so they would wait in like um, a family waiting room Mm -hmm. and then we would they would switch so then one would get on the ride one would get off and stay with the baby so every ride we pretty much rode twice so that each of them would be able to experience the rides because Irma has never done absolutely a roller coaster before and oh my gosh she she no, but see, the thing about she Irma... She liked it, but then she hated it. Well, Irma is a type, she's game for anything. Like, she'll right. try anything once, but after she rode the Hulk, she was like, okay, no more roller coasters for me. She's like, no more, I'm done. I said what she was like, I feel like a different person. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? She was like, my head, oh my God, my head. I, I, I don't even know what's going on. She was totally shaken up because you have to work your way up when it comes to roller coasters. Mm-hmm. You just can't go on the biggest ride in the park and just be like all right i'm gonna be good you have to work your way up so i just don't think she was ready for it right but she said it was great but she was done with roller coasters for the rest of the trip yeah yeah she didn't get on another roller coaster but that was that was universal mm-hmm. and then uh next day sea world yes now sea world uh tell them about sea world i didn't make the sea world one yes for sean had what, what was it a show i had to go back for remy martin remy martin had an event and I had to host the Remy Martin event. Yeah. So, so my Superman of a husband f- left us the night before, flew back to New York, did his show, and then flew back right after the show, 530 right. in the morning, and was ready to go 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So he missed the day at SeaWorld. So that was just me and the kids. And SeaWorld is 
pretty cool. I had no idea that it had. I, I just didn't imagine that SeaWorld had roller coasters. Yeah, I, I thought it so might either. have had like little rides and little shows. But every time that I imagined SeaWorld, I just imagined like the whale show I and the so dolphin too, yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But come to find out that the same people that make the Hulk made their three roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, their three roller coasters kind of knocked all the other roller coasters on their asses. Really? Yes. Um, They had one roller coaster that I liked the most just because it was more different than your typical, you know, thrilling roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It was similar to Superman at Great Adventure. So, you know, you get harnessed. Well, not really harnessed, but technically, I guess it's a harness, like a steel harness. Right. And then the ride flips you on your stomach. Mm. So if you've never rode Superman or you don't know what I'm talking about or you're not a big roller coaster person, if you can imagine being on a roller coaster and the track is above you. So you imagine that you are 180 degrees. Uh When you look down, there is nothing beneath you. So you are flying Mm. in a sense like a superhero. Right, And the track is above you. So that is... A great experience. I'm like sure. I said, very similar to Superman, but from my recollection, it's more intense than Superman, mm-hmm. better than Superman. Mm. I think that one is called, mm, I can't remember. There was Mako. This one starts with an M as Manta. Okay. That ride is called Manta. Then Mako at SeaWorld is the tallest, the fastest, and the longest ride roller coaster in Orlando. Mm -hmm. So Mako was like the big deal. I said, you know what? We have to do Mako before we do anything else because what happens in Florida in the summer... From what I understand, it rains at some point every day. Right. Usually around four o'clock-ish. So if you're in an amusement park, their rule, and I I don't know exactly what the rule is, so I might be off by a couple of minutes or a couple of miles, but you'll get the point. Mm -hmm. If lightning strikes within, I think it might be- Two miles. Are you sure it's two miles? miles, I thought it was 15 miles, but whichever way, Mm -hmm. which in within a certain range, Mm -hmm. they shut the ride down, all the rides, the the outdoor rides for about maybe 30 minutes to make sure that there's no lightning in the vicinity. If it strikes again, then it's another 30 minutes. So if it rains, which it does every day, and lightning strikes, which- it seemed to have striked every day. Every day. At some point during your day, typically around the four o'clock mark, the ride that you might have been standing on for two hours or three hours may be shut down. It's a wrap, right. It's a wrap. And then you can decide if you want to wait indefinitely to get on that ride or they compensate you. Like they give you like an open fast pass for another ride, Correct. for instance, or any other ride of your choice. Right. You don't just lose your fast pass, but you lose your time. And that's what I was talking about when it comes to planning Disney. Mm-hmm. It helps to know these things. So, you know, you want to hit your rides, your roller coasters, your outdoor rides. If you're a thrill seeker early in the morning or in the early afternoon or in the evening. So around that time where you're expecting rain, because that ruined some days for a lot of families that we ran into. I mean, obviously, I mean, common sense tells you that it would ruin, it would ruin it for you. So we hit Mako and Manta immediately Mm -hmm. and enjoyed those two rides. And then, um, wait, there was one more ride in SeaWorld. Um, oh yeah. And then there was another one called, 
can't remember the name of it, but it was a virtual reality ride Mm -hmm. where you go on an actual roller coaster, but you put on a headset that gives you a virtual reality experience. So this particular one makes you feel as though you're going through the sea and octopuses and I don't know, maybe sharks, maybe not sharks. I don't remember, but I definitely remember the octopus are like coming, like encountering you Mm -hmm. when you're going through the sea, but you're on an outdoor, real thrilling roller coaster. So yeah, people really like that one. London's favorite ride was a ride called Atlantis and it's a water ride. You Mm -hmm. go through and like a log and then there's this, Big drop. I couldn't believe that she was able to do it. Right. And, you know, Jackson does what London does. Right. You know what I mean? So if London says she's doing it, Jackson's doing it. If London said no, Jackson would be like, oh, no, 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 not for me either. Gotcha. He's kind of like that personality. But I was surprised that I'm sitting there like you're watching this log with this like damn near vertical drop into like a body of water and this huge splash and it doesn't scare you. She's like, no, I want to do it. I was like, okay. So we did it and then we did it again and then we did it again. Mm. Like she loved it. That was her favorite ride of the whole vacation. No, no, was it? Oh, that was her favorite ride of the whole vacation. I know where you're going with this, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And then you guys did the shows. We did the shows. Um, we did the whale show. Mm-hmm. We did the sea lion show. We did the dolphin show. I tell you guys, like, I will plan a day. Like, we're not going to miss anything. No stone unturned. So we did everything that SeaWorld had to offer. And then this other little virtual reality thing called Turtle Trek. And I was very surprised because all these virtual virtual reality things... I had an experience before because I'm really like a great adventure and, you know, like a regular amusement park kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that the technology in those parks hasn't caught up to Disney World, SeaWorld and Universal Studios. Yeah. Think about it. Like, well, we, you know what? Maybe, we've never been on these type of virtual reality rides. No, They're very, very cool. Not at all. Yeah. But you know what? Well, I can't wait to go back to Disney. But anyway. But, so wait, when did we do Hollywood Studios? I don't remember doing Hollywood Studios. Rashawn, oh my gosh, Hollywood Studios. Which one was that? Um, that was the day that we did um, Frozen Ever After. Mm-hmm. That was the day that we did Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. That was the day when we did that other roller coaster where Aerosmith. With, there was like a hologram of Aerosmith. That's what I thought you were talking about when you said the rock and roll roller coaster. Remember I said no, that was Universal Studios. Oh, well, we missed a day. So what? So Hollywood. Hollywood Studios. That, I think we did that Monday. That was the day that we went to the Italian restaurant. Okay. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and we yeah. took the picture in front of the um, Chinese theater. Yep, 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 yep. Remember? Yep, yep, yep. The Tower of Terror where it brought you up and I then dropped you, you yeah, down no, I unexpectedly. Yeah. I missed a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was trying to tell you it was Hollywood Studios. You were like, no, it was Universal Studios. I was like, all right, I'm just going to rock with it. But no, we did Hollywood Studios. I really liked Hollywood Studios mm-hmm. too. And then later on that night, we left Hollywood Studios and then we went to see the fireworks show at Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, which was phenomenal. 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 I don't know how many nights they, a week they do that, but that was They do it every great. night. The same firework every night? Yeah, they, they, they have to do it every night. People are traveling from all over the world. Wow. Yeah, they do that every night. That they was do amazing. The one at Epcot when we were that day that um, London did her her um, Cinderella dinner, mm-hmm. we came back and met you guys at Epcot, and there was a firework and light show there as right. well. But that one, and we heard that that was the one to go to. I I don't know who we heard that from, but no, forget about it. the one at Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom was fantastic absolutely fantastic 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 mm-hmm. so that's how we closed out that night and then after that we went home oh, no and then oh uh, yeah we went home after that and then the last day mm-hmm. in florida 
was Water Park. Was um, Universal Studios Volcano Bay. And we picked the wrong day to go to the, the water park. Which turned out to be the right, right day, right, though. Right. You don't think so? Yes, we were there 10 days. and nine days, it didn't rain. It, it would only rain for two hours. Mm-hmm. The 10th day, the day we're, that we go to the, the water, water park, park it, it rained, rained all day. day. <laughs> like, it was. All day. Yeah, oh my goodness. But, but it was good because the water park... When it started raining, everybody left. So when it finally stopped raining, because we had, everybody, because the, the forecast, the forecast showed that it was going to rain until eight o'clock p.m. Right, and you kept trying to leave. I did, and I'm like, nah, let's just wait it out. Let's just see because they closed a lot of the rides because of the lightning. Right. So I'm like, you know what? And I would recommend this to you guys if you can, if you go to a water park and cabanas are available or. A lot of people go to the Bahamas and mm-hmm. they visit the Atlantis. Correct. If you can get a cabana, you know, um, at a resort like that, if you can do it, get a cabana because it makes life so much easier. If we didn't have a cabana, we couldn't have stayed because we would have just literally been sitting out there toughing it out in the rain. Right. Because when you go to a resort or something, usually what you have to do, you have to get up early if you don't have a cabana and go find the lawn chairs. Right. You have to claim it. You got to put all your stuff on it, put your towels on it right, to right, let right, everybody right, right. know it's yours. This is mine. Now, if you just put like a little bag, somebody will move your bag to the Absolutely. next one or the closest available. You will lose your lawn chair. You got to put a whole bunch of stuff and like state your claim in that lawn chair. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of times they don't have umbrellas. So you're out there baking in the sun. If you have little kids, they're baking in the sun. Mm-hmm. And, it's not the most comfortable or convenient thing. So we had a cabana, so we were able to wait out the rain. So we waited it out and it was cool because then it unexpectedly started to clear. It was still muggy out. It wasn't like the most beautiful no, day filled with fun, sunshine, but the park was damn near empty. Empty. We got on any ride, any ride we wanted to. We rode over and over and over again. The park kept the water, the heat on the water, 86 degrees. Yep. So the, the the park is the water is heated, so you never have to worry about it getting chilly. Mm-hmm. It was just an we rode on every ride over and over and, and over again. And and the only thing that was sad over the weekend is there was one ride that London wanted to do. Oh yeah, and she had to be forty four inches, and she was forty three. No no no, she had to be forty two inches, and she was forty one, and she was like forty and a half. Forty and a half, so she couldn't get on that ride, and she and was they wouldn't so let her slide. Upset. No, they would not let her at slide. Disney World. They let her slide because she had sneakers on, right. so it gave her a little bit more height. Mm-hmm. But this ride, you know, we're walking around in either water shoes or barefoot or flip flops. So it didn't give her the tight. And they were like, I can't, especially because there's someone else that's going to check at the top of the stairs. Like right before you get on the ride, it's a safeguard, which I get because you would let your man or your cousin and her family get on. They make sure that they have somebody else double check checking. So they said no to London and oh, the waterworks. Yeah, she started crying. Oh, she, she was ride. bawling. She was mad. She and was this so was, upset. It was the biggest ride at Volcano Bay yeah. that we tried to get her on. And they just, they were like, nope. And she was crying. So I waited on the platform with her. And then Rashawn and I switched off. And then me and the kids rode it again. So I promised her that, you know, before we left that park, I would sneak her on a ride. <laughs> And they had this thing called the. Um, it's like the opposite of the lazy river. Right. I don't remember what it was actually called, though. Um, I don't know, but it's like 
Rapid River, maybe? Is it Rapid River? I want to say it was called Rapid River. I could be wrong, but... But this, this is going around the park, and it's moving. It's like... No, you have to explain. Like, that's not a good explanation. Nobody would know what you're talking about if you okay. just... It's like a river, mm-hmm. right? Like a river, but there's no donuts. There's no floaties. It's just you and your life vest. Right. Right? And they start a current, and the current pretty much forces you down this river. Right. You cannot fight against the river. I don't care. You could be Michael Phelps. You cannot fight against this current. So it goes around, and let's just say a circle. It might not be an actual circle, but it goes all the way around. It takes maybe eight minutes from start to finish. Get all the way around. To get all the way around. But it's really like a white river rafting but without the raft. Right. If you've ever been white river, river rafting, it's the same thing. And I mean, there's times where we completed the circle and then we were trying to decide if we wanted to go again. And then Logan would get sucked in and he's sitting there trying to fight against and swim against it to get back to us. And we're like, oh, we all got to go. Cause yeah, Logan's gone. go. He tried to jump out of the water onto the wall and then the river is taking the rest of his body like hysterical. We did that. We probably spent two hours. Now imagine if each trip is about seven or eight minutes, we might have spent two hours going around and around. It was so much fun. Madison said that that was the single thing that she enjoyed the most of the entire vacation. And London did too because her dad snuck her on. Tell, Tell him how you snuck her on. So um, sorry, Volcano Bay, if you're listening. Yeah. So it's you had to be, I think, 42 inches. And again, she was a little too short. So what I did was I just sat there and I waited and I waited for them to measure another kid. And when they measured another kid and said the other kid was too short, we just jumped in. And then when we jumped in, like Gia said, it pulls you so fast that they couldn't catch us. So we just went around and we went around like, like I would say like 20 times me and Lundy and Mila. She had, the, she was so happy. My dad snuck me in. Yeah. If you ask her what was her favorite part of the trip. Oh my God. We should call her and ask her really quick. She'd be like, the part where daddy snuck me on the ride. <laughs> it wasn't a ride, but yeah. it was a thing. And she had a life vest on and she could swim. So she was safe, but she had a great time. And, and it's only about maybe three and a half feet deep. Yeah, It's only three and a half feet deep, but it feels deeper yeah. for some reason, maybe because of the current. Mm-hmm. So there was strategic with, you know, how deep they made it, but you float on your back, you, it's taking you and it's really like, it's a cool experience. And I can't swim at all. Like I literally mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to save my own life, but, and I had some, you know, experiences going through there where it was like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm about to die. Cause right. it, 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 at times it's intense. It is intense, but it, it was, it was great. It was fun. The kids loved it. Mm-hmm. We just bumping into people, helping people out. We just had a great time. Yeah. So that was our Disney experience. That was just some of it. Most of it, I would say. And I hope if you're going to Disney, you get a guide, you wrote down some of the things we told you that was cool and that you should try and how to get around and navigate around certain things and how to keep your, uh, your cost down by getting stuff from Target when you get down there instead of, you know, buying stuff at the park. We just had an amazing time. Yes, it was very, very, very enjoyable. Like I had so much fun on this mm-hmm. vacation. Like this vacation was so much fun and the kids had so much fun. But if you plan it 
properly and give yourself enough time, get all the reservations that you can get, um, make sure that you have little things like your sunblock and everything because you don't really want to buy it once you get down there and you plan your days, the timing, you have to figure out what rides you want to go on, you have to figure out your fast passes, time everything and try to stay as close to your schedule as possible, plan for the worst, plan for rain, plan umbrellas, plan ponchos, plan everything so you're not caught out there buying $20 um, ponchos and $30 umbrellas for everybody in your family. And when you get down there, you can get a lot of that stuff from Target because that's what we did. We got ponchos from Target. We're not sponsored by Target. I'm just letting you know. No, we're not. Not at all. We got, um, Rashawn just loves Target. No, we got spray, spray tan lotion, suntan lotion from, yeah. from Target. We got uh, beach towels from Target. Yeah, I, I, we got, I found uh, that it was better that from- to not pack all of that stuff to buy enough like Dove body soap and things like that just for the trip because I've traveled before where those things have um, broken or exploded in my underplane luggage. So a lot of times if, if we're traveling somewhere within the United States and I know that there's going to be somewhere nearby that I can buy my toiletries, I wait till I get there and I buy those things there. Absolutely. And you know something, a lot of people ask me about um, planning clothing and wardrobe for the trips Mm -hmm. so i'll address a couple of those things before we wrap up um our disney um trip so whenever we're planning vacation i plan the clothing and the wardrobes and everything months in advance Mm -hmm. like for instance right now we don't have our next vacation planned but i have six bags of luggage planned and packed for our next vacation because I know that it'll be like a beach vacation or you know something where right you know it's going to be we're going to be in bathing, bathing suits, suits the correct. entire time so I buy all of our swimsuits all of our cover-ups sunglasses flip-flops water shoes all of that stuff and I'm already packed for the next thing because I do I really do love to plan and everybody knows that I love family matching and people always ask if the kids are willing participants the kids love it, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, you would think that the older ones like Logan wouldn't be with it, but he loves it. And right. Madison loves it. Like sometimes they help me pick out like the things and, you know, well, I might go and get, say, a pair of swim trunks for Logan. And then I'll say, all right, if you really love it, then we'll plan a whole day around your swim trunks. Right. And I'll shop accordingly. So it usually start, starts with one piece and then I buy for the rest of the family. So I do that usually months in advance, maybe two months in advance, because it really does take a long time and a lot of planning in order to get all of the pieces. A lot of you have asked, is it one store that you go to and buy something for the whole family? No, 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 no. A lot of times I can get the boys swimsuits from say one maker or one brand. But when it comes to outfitting the girls, it's really about matching everything to the boys swim trunks. Right. And it's usually not just by one maker. Brookie in London, I can oftentimes get the same swimsuit or like a bathing suit version of one and a bikini top version to the other. But Madison and myself, we're buying adult swimsuits. So then we have to go and get something that correlates or matches with them. So, you know, for each day, it really does take a lot of planning. And oftentimes we change twice in a day. So if we're up early in the morning and we're doing water sports and whatnot during the day, then there's dinner outfits. So I usually pack at least two things for one day, sometimes three things because your your bathing suits and your trunks can get soaked 
in the morning and then you go have lunch and then you don't want to be back out in wet trunks. So right. then I'll have a second ensemble for, you know, the afternoon and then something for dinner. But that's mm-hmm. usually how I do it. And you can't do it a week before. It really does take time. So that's just an answer for a lot of you that ask. Okay. And that's how you plan out the amazing color coordinated suits. Yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> well, that is our Disney trip. And shout to, uh, like I said, Experience Kissimmee. Uh, if you want to figure out how and what's going on, you can hit their, that, that, their website up or their Instagram and they have so many different things that you can do in Florida outside of the typical things that you just know because you see all the times. That's how we found out about Wild Florida and about uh, what was the celebrations tour and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. Disney Springs, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. So anyway, it's time to get up out of here. Don't forget July 27th. July 27th is our live show. We would love to see you guys. It's at Sony Hall, sonyhall.com or Ticketmaster.com. A few tickets left. Uh, it's it's our live podcast show. And then we have Major Hype. Yes. And if you didn't hear Pillow Talk, we dropped Pillow Talk on Monday. So go ahead and take a listen. Okay. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. It's time to enjoy the fourth. I'm getting in the pool. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Doodles. Doodles.